Hey, welcome to the Ease into Retirement podcast. Hey, I'm Tom Mosley. I'm your host every week. This is 49 weeks in a row. We're so happy. We're almost close to the end of the year. Hope you have a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year and you get to spend time with your friends and family and and my promise all year and it will be again next year is if you'll give me up to 15 minutes every week, I will do my very best to increase your financial knowledge or think about financial things and just increase your understanding of how to go about the real tough nut of cracking the financial codes so that you don't run out of money for the rest of your life. That's the main goal that everyone has when they're 58 years of old of age and older, according to statistics that we've seen various places. Hey, I'm going to talk a little bit about the end of the year financially. And I've jotted off like seven things I think you should stop and do or consider stopping stopping and doing just to make sure that as we go into a new year that you've got these boxes checked off, you've got these ducks in a row, and it's not going to sink you financially. Now, again, this may be the kind of of podcast. If you, if you like this podcast, like it, subscribe to it. That helps us when we when we get um, more people subscribing to it. It helps us get noticed out there in the the cyber world. And uh, if you know those specifically, more important than just putting it out there, if you know of anyone who could be helped by this podcast in particular, pass it along to them, your friends, your relatives the ones that you like. And, you know, other people like that, pass it along to them because there may be just one thing that I say, and maybe nothing, but there may be just one thing that I say that really sets somebody up, helps somebody, makes them some money, but more importantly in the retirement years, it keeps them from losing money. So here we go. Things to consider at the end of the year. Number one, I think that by and large, we've had a pretty good year. Uh, pretty much wherever you are, unless you've been sitting in all bonds or, or you've been sitting in the worst stock in the world, you've had a pretty good year. So number one, at the end of the year, during the holidays, I think it's a great time to show gratitude. All right. And that just means just sit back and internal thoughts. I'm not saying go tell somebody thank you. I'm not saying even go tell somebody that you appreciate them. That might be good. But just have an attitude of gratitude. It not only applies to life and relationships, but it also applies to financial financial matters. Just be thankful for where you are. Most of the people who we work with have more money than they'll ever spend the rest of their life. That's a good thing. That's a great thing. That's something to, to be thankful for and to have an attitude of gratitude. I recently listened to a guy on a podcast and he and he talked about one thing that changed his life. He went through a, a little series, and you can do this on your own, called 21 Days of Gratitude. 21 Days of Thankfulness or Gratitude. And what works is you wake up every morning and you list just three things you're thankful for, that you're grateful for. And you do that for 21 straight days. And at the end of 21 days, you've got 63 things, at least, that you've written down. Now, don't go write 25 the first day, 
because you might run out of things to, to write by the end, but just three a day. And during that day, think about those three things that you're grateful for. You know, statistics have proven, research has proven through the years that people who are grateful, who have a thankful attitude, who show gratitude, they have a better life. They have a more enjoyable life. So number one, end of the financial year, just be grateful for where you are. Number two, now here's something that you, you might think, well, that's almost the same thing. Not really. Some of you have had a really, really good year. Um, you know, I look through the accounts multiple times every week and I'm looking there and some of you made $100,000 gain. Some of you've made uh, 150, 200, some $400,000 gain, depending on on uh, on what you've been invested in. And that's people who have been with us since January 1st. It's time to, number two, celebrate. Because a lot of you have had really, really good financial gains this year. So celebrate. Now, now what I mean by that is, you know, you've you've got the money. Go celebrate. Go enjoy it. Go do, well, Tom, you know, we got COVID and I don't feel good getting on a boat. I've got some really good friends that are on a boat right now down below Cabo. And I got a text from them yesterday with a picture of Cabo. But you say, well, I don't really want to get out, but do something local. Do something at your house. Hey, for goodness sakes, use DoorDash and don't have to make the meal at home. But do something, number two, to celebrate the good things that have happened to you this year. And number one, you're alive. Uh, there was a period of time back in September and October where I lost six childhood friends in 23 days to COVID. Six childhood friends in 23 days. I'm glad I'm not one of them. I'm glad I'm not Bob or Andy or some of the rest of them. I'm glad I'm still alive, that my heart's still beating and I'm still here. So end of the year, attitude of gratitude, Number two, celebrate. Go do something to enjoy yourself. Splurge. You can tighten back up in January. And I'm talking about if you go to McDonald's, get the value meal, not just the sandwich, but do something to celebrate and, in, and, and celebrate the fact that you're alive, that you're doing well right now. Hey, folks, thank you for listening to today's episode of the Ease into Retirement podcast with Tom Mosley. Just a quick reminder that if anything you've heard so far today has hit home for you, maybe it's something you're dealing with, maybe it's just something you want to learn a little bit more about, there will be a complimentary downloadable giveaway on Tom's website specifically prepared for this week's episode that you should check out. Just go to easepodcast.com. That's E-A-S-E podcast.com. Click the button with the title of this week's episode and get your copy today. Now I'll throw it back to Tom. Number three, the end of the year, and we're really getting to the meat of financial things now, charitable giving. Um, a lot of people get to this point of the year. I remember when I was a pastor that sometimes our offerings would double or triple or quadruple during the Christmas season. Uh, a lot of things there. People are just in a charitable mood. Number two, it's Christ's birthday. And uh, those who are Christians want to give a gift at that time more so than other times. Number three, a lot of people run a business and they've realized at the end of the year it gets closer and you look at the financials and you see what kind of gain you've had in that business. And a lot of people want to give a really nice, sizable, charitable gift. That could be something that you do. 
Another thing that some people are doing is they're looking forward into 2022 and they're projecting, hey, I'm going to make X amount of dollars or we plan on making X amount of dollars or our income that we're going to tithe or give off of for 2022 would say we're going to give $30,000 to charity this year. Well, it may be in your financial situation, if this has been a real prosperous year from an income standpoint, that you want to go ahead and write a check this year for the $30,000 for next year. And that way you can take it off of this year's income tax. Yeah, you'll have to make up for it next year, but it may be something that you want to give ahead of time and it might be advantageous to you from a financial standpoint to give next year's charitable giving now. So there's a lot of reasons that you might want to do something like that. Number four, end of the year financial checkup things you might do. Number four, this is, this is as good a time as any. You're never going to do it any sooner to nail your estate planning. Say, wow, we intend to do that. I can't tell you how many people say, uh, probably a th half as many people as have a trust, say, I really want to get a trust. I really want to talk to an estate planning attorney and get a will or get a trust. In other words, intentions. We used to, uh, at a church I worked at one time, a little round piece of wood and the pastor had to it, T-U-I-T, written on it. And we had a huge Sunday and he passed those out to all the members, and he said, go out to all the people who tell you they're going to come to church when they get a round to it. Now, a round to it, and it was a little round piece of wood with T-U-I-T written on it. Now, a lot of people in the real world, not church world, are going to do their estate planning when they get a round to it. Hey, it's time to get with it. You've escaped another year. You're closer to a disaster one year than you were last year, and that's to have a mess with your estate. Yeah, well, I'll be gone. Yeah, but your kids and your, your heirs will have to deal with it. Get it done. Great time to do it right now to start that estate planning. Number five, you may want to, just like charitable giving, you may want to pay 2022 bills now. Maybe a medical bill that you've been holding off on and you look at your taxes and you may be close to being able to the, to the mark, the percentage wise, so that you'll be able to deduct medical if you go ahead and pay a higher bill now. Or tuition bills. If, you, if you're putting a child still through college like some of you are, you might want to prepay the tuition in 2021 and you may be able to deduct that from your tax. I personally have rental properties in Texas, and in Texas, all the rental property taxes are due on January 31st of next year. Well, just this week, I sent out the checks for all of the taxes. Oh, it was heavy. It was a lot. But for all of the taxes on all of my rental properties for next year, that way I can deduct those taxes, not for the 2022 tax season, but I can deduct them for the 2021 tax season. So you may want to number five, prepay some bills that are going to be due in 2022 that you can deduct on your 2021 income tax. Number, number six would be for those of you who are still working, you may be down to the end of the year. You might be going to get a pretty sizable bonus before the end of the year. 
And you might look at your withholdings and say, wow, I've done really, really well this year with withholdings. I don't think I'll ever pay that much in tax. All of this stuff you want to consult with a tax person that you deal with in taxes. But it may be that you want to change your withholdings and back them down so that any big bonus you get, any big additional money you get here at the end is not, you're not going to withhold as much. Or you may be the other way around. You may look at your withholdings for the year and say, wow, I'm lagging. I'm lacking. And you may want to up your deductions on that bonus so that three months later, you're not stuck with a big tax bill when your tax person comes to you or your TurboTax starts talking to you over the, over the computer and tells you you're going to have to pay a lot more tax. So you might want to check your withholdings. Do it now before you might get a bonus or an end of the year check. And number seven, number seven, you might want to at the end, especially if you're going to get a bonus, you might want to change your your pre-tax retirement contribution. You may be three or $4,000 from maxing out your 401k. Well, it might not be a bad thing if you can afford it to go ahead and max it out for this year. Two things, it'll lower, if you go into a pre-tax 401k, it'll lower what your income tax will be this year. And it, it will add to what you're saving for retirement. So you may, may want to make some adjustments now for the next few days as you're getting those checks, as you're getting those additional incomes and payments before the end of the year, you may wanna either max out your pre-tax retirement contribution or you may already have as much as you can have. If you're over 20, uh, if you're over 50, it's around 26,000. If you're under 50, it's 19,500. Those are the basic standard rules. You'll need to check out what yours specifically are but you may want to change what you're doing into your retirement plan for this last month. Let me go over them again. End of the year financial checkup, concerns and considerations. Number one, have an attitude of gratitude. Number two, go out and celebrate something. Number three, might want to adjust your charitable giving. Give ahead. Give at the end. Number four, you might want to get your estate planning done. Or if you've already got a trust and it's it, it was a trust that Noah brought over on the ark when he came, okay, you might want to update your estate planning. Number five, you want, might want to pay 2022 bills now if they can be deductible in 2021. Number six, you might want to change your withholdings to impact end of the year bonuses or structures and things like that. And number seven, you may want to look and try to max out your pre-tax retirement contributions this year so you can lower your in income tax uh, hit for this year. Hey, just some ideas. Remember, anything I say on any of these podcasts, don't take it and run with it without getting input from your advisors your tax advisors, your financial advisors, if they're not us. And if they are us, give us a call. If, they, if they're not us and you're looking for one, give us a call. If you have a financial advisor, run some of these things by them. But get some advice before you just run out and take anything I say as tax, legal, investment, or even, even in the winter, gardening advice. Make sure you get input from your advisors. Hey, until next time, this is the Ease Into Retirement Podcast. I'm Tom Mosley. I promise you, if you'll give me 15 minutes, I'll do my best every single week to make sure I increase your financial knowledge if you listen and if you apply. 
Okay, have a good one. Investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through AE Wealth Management, LLC. AE Wealth Management and Mosley Insurance and Financial Services are not affiliated companies. License number 0B61811. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to protection, safety, or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities, or investments. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying abilities of the issuing carrier. This podcast is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual's situation. Mosley Insurance and Financial Services is not permitted to offer and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. Our firm is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. The information and opinions can contained herein provided by third parties have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by Mosley Insurance and Financial Services. Annuities are insurance products that may be subject to restrictions, surrender charges, holding periods, or early withdrawal fees, which vary by carrier. Riders are generally optional and have an additional associated cost. Fixed index annuities are designed to meet long-term needs for retirement income. They are subject to surrender charges and may have applicable fees. Guarantees are backed by the financial strength of the issuing company. Annuities are not bank or FDIC insured. A Roth conversion is a taxable event and may have several tax-related consequences. Be sure to consult with a qualified tax advisor before making any decisions regarding your IRA.